What's up, everybody? Stick <laughs> and Rink episode. Episode 52, I think, right? Yeah, uh, 51. 51. Episode 51 of Stick and Rink. We fired Josh. Uh, it's the original amigos, the bros of the bros before any other average schmoes. I don't think we use the word hose anymore, just th- willy nilly like that. So, no, I don't think we ain't so. gonna say that. We're a family friendly podcast around here, family friendly show. Um, so, Raffle, yeah, I gotta say a word about DraftKings. DraftKings.com, our sponsor, this presenting sponsor of Stick and Rink this episode. Promo code THPN at sign up, get a free five dollar entry. Sorry, free entry with your first $5 deposit. The leader in, in, in daily fantasy sportsbook all around the world. Um, if I try and talk really quick during this ad read, I will continue to just just leak through my body. Every orifice in my body is, is leaking liquid. And I've got my sweat towel here. And as you can see, 2010 Canucks playoffs. Uh, I don't know where this came from. I did not go to it. But if I had, I probably would have had the Sedins all up in my DraftKings lineup. I would have had Rafi Torres all up in my DraftKings lineup because I love a big hit. I love some controversy. Um, but check it out, guys. There's tons right now. Basketball playoffs is popping off. Dame Lillard's going nuts. You can make an absolutely electric lineup on DraftKings. Check it out with our promo code THBN. Oh, harder, baby. Other than that, guys, like I said, we fired Josh. He's gone. <laughs> we might rehire him in the future, but it's just Raf and I. So I'm going to start it out by just saying raffle. Yes. What do you think the temperature in your room is right now? Dude, at least, I would say at least 28. It's very hot. I've got That's, way yeah. too many electronics surrounding me right now that I just didn't account for. And it's just, I'm sweating already. It's, yeah, it's fucked. Yeah, like I, um, like I was going to make fun of you for bringing a towel, but now I'm sitting here being like, you know what? That actually probably wasn't the worst idea you could have had. Yeah, and um, I I feel like it's gonna be hotter in your room. Like I look at the black coloring, and and do you think black oak curtain? Do they keep out the heat? I feel like they attract the heat. I don't know. I think they attract the heat a little bit, but it also doesn't help that my room faces the sun all the time at oh, all hours dude. of the day. So it's like even my entire dude, even my entire fucking house in general. I was giving my folks crap the other day because I was just like, our house is an icebox. Like you couldn't go anywhere without being dressed like. In like I fucking my dad was downstairs at the dinner table, sitting there in a puffer jacket. I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like just turn up the heat a little bit. But now today, it's like the exact opposite. It's like full effect. I'm like, we got to crank the AC in this place. Yeah, seriously. It's, it's don't, bad. The, the fight over the thermostat is the biggest war that's been waged in the past 50 years in every household. Yeah, it's actually ridiculous. You have one person who just gets way too cold and one person who just loves the heat too much. Yeah. I. This is what I don't get, though. When I was a kid, I had a south-facing room, and it was like above the garage, huge windows all along the side of it. So it was like I thought that was directly in the sun. You have a north-facing room, don't you? Yes. How the fuck are you in the sun? Dude, I don't know. I don't get it. My room is my room is okay, it might not face the sun directly uh, more than any other room, but my room is single-handedly the hottest room in the entire house. Jesus like, Christ. No no heat, no nothing applied. Like people walk into my room and be like it's fucking hot in here. And this is like computers off, TVs off, like nothing's running. I haven't been home all day and it's still the hottest room in the entire building. Jesus. So I have no Christ. idea what the deal is there. Yeah. So I'm up in a par- in my apartment building right now. I got every window open. We got a fi- we have one single fan going and too many rooms to put it in. And it's fucked right now. Megan and I are pretty much in agreement. Like we're not going to wear clothes. I'm wearing shorts. She's probably wearing a little bit of clothes, but like <laughs> she showered and she came out of the shower. She's like, I'm already sweaty. Yeah, and I agree. 
This is bullshit. I'm not Dude, mad at the it, landlord. I'm mad at the world right now. Global warming it, sucks. What came into your mind this morning when the first thing you did was step into your car and it was just an absolute oven? I like, I can't even do. I I feel like it wasn't that hot in the in my car in the morning. I don't have leather seats, so I'm cash there. And I was for for work today. I was going swimming, so I think like I was like, all right, shit, like I'm ready. I know I'm going to end up in cold water later, so that was a relief. Yeah. But as of now, like, dude, I don't think my 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 gooch has stopped sweating for the past. What I woke up, I, I've been at work since <laughs> nine. I my gooch has been sweating for a good nine hours now, maybe nine and a half. Dude, I'm telling you, baby powder. Baby the powder is the answer to all <laughs> of your problems. No, remember we talked about this, dude. I'm too proud to put baby powder on my nuts. Dude, on just go basis. put baby powder on your balls. You will enjoy it so much. It's like, it feels like a cloud. It smells great. And you don't get gooch sweat. And you don't get fucking, what's it called? Uh, B.O. coming out of there. You, I really shouldn't shit talk to baby rod. powder, though. Because when I was, back when I was working with you and like at a fast-paced walk around restaurant environment, I'd be like, I had a I had a cream on hand in my bag that was yeah. like designated chafing cream in case my my thick thunder thighs started rubbing together because oh, it, it got Tiger to the Bomb? point where no dude it was Zincafax which is a baby cream it's not <laughs> like I shouldn't shit talk baby powder I had the cream form which also smelled <laughs> like the baby and it was so I think I've told this story before but like I used so I used to bring a backpack to work just yeah. had like literally a few things in it like maybe pens I don't know um and it had this cream in it. And for some reason, I don't know how this happened, but one day it just exploded in my bag. Like it got it, uh, it got opened. That was at and work. My wasn't bag it? got tossed. Yeah, yeah. My bag yeah, yeah. got tossed around, and I went around the corner. I was like, "Why does it smell like babies out here?" Yeah. And I was like, "Uh oh, that's embarrassing." What the fuck is going on, dude? <laughs> my fucking cream is everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. White stained black backpack just yeah, in the fucking oh. staff area. Yeah, she she's a thick cream too. That's for yeah, sure. yeah. That's a tough one to get out. Dude, like, what's it called? You and I were at the uh, the lake the other day. Yep. Just, like, hanging out, chilling. Um, I, I think we were on the sun only for, like, it, like three and a half hours, maybe at the most. Yeah. I don't know about you, but, like, I don't know if it's because we were having some beers or we were just, like, chilling by the water for too long or it was just way too hot. But I started getting, like, I started getting, like, heat exhaustion. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. it's that first one of the year. I think that has a big effect on it. Yeah, and it doesn't help that yesterday was one of the hottest days of the year so far. Yeah, the UV, hottest day thus far. UV index eight. UV that, index of eight, 32 that's, degrees. That's nothing to, to sneeze yeah. at. Um, yeah. You said you didn't get sunburned. I have like a little spot. I don't know if you can see it like right there on my chest, but that's it. Nothing else. Wait, were you wearing a tank top? Or are they no, shirtless the whole time. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah. what a statement. Yeah. Run oh, around. That's fucked. Yeah. I, uh, you saw me. Like we were, we were together the whole time. We were on the dock of a lake in Whistler. Yeah. And. I mean, you saw how often I sunscreened. Like it was, if I wasn't talking yeah. to someone, I was sunscreened. I was going after yeah. it. I'm still sunburned. Like there's but, a big patch on my back that's still sunburned. But you only did, I would say you only did like a full sunscreen, like front to back twice, which isn't even that's like, which is a decent amount of times in like a two and a half, three, three hour window, right? Like it's not, it's not too little, right? Yeah. But like, yeah, that's fucked up. You were also applying sunscreen at random. I noticed that. Yeah, you saw, like, I'd pick it up yeah. once and be like, all right, time to my shins. And then I'd be like, yeah, yeah. all right, time to my shins again. It was like, it didn't make much sense. No. I, I have this theory, though. I think if, like, if I was at, at, at that same day and I sunscreened my back every hour, let's say. Yeah. Um, and I, I, like, I only face the sun with my back, I think I'm still getting sunburned. I like, think, I think so. you, 
I think that's part of the sun protection. I think you have to rotate like a fucking rotisserie chicken or else you just you crisp. There's no way I around wouldn't... it. I wouldn't necessarily say that, but I just think like the like the constant non movement for like let's say like four hours, like it's probably gonna, yeah, there's yeah. something like it's gonna burn you a little bit at least, right? Yeah, because mine's all on my back. It's the worst. It's yeah, just like I get mad at this point because I'm at the age now where like I I'm not trying to be cool. Like I'll sunscreen as much as I'm yeah. supposed to. Yeah, yeah, but like I get I'm not trying to get I feel, skin cancer. Yeah, I I yeah seriously, I'm like I'm kind of I get mad when I come home and I'm and Megan looks at me and she does that oh sound and I'm like what the fuck dude yeah. <laughs> just like, just no. pointing and laughing dude, yeah and I'm like that's bullshit so real quick on the topic of sunscreen and just applying it like there's no tomorrow I've become so conscious about applying sunscreen onto the tops of my feet because I don't know about you but I think that is the single worst place you can burn more than anything just because you can't. Like it sucks, especially I, for somebody who walks everywhere, dude. Holy, I don't, I don't think um, it's definitely not the worst place to get burned. It's a fucking piss off though. It's and it's something that every person forgets. What do you think is the worst place to get burnt then? I just think your back, like your shoulders, any kind, because like you don't realize it, but like even once you get burned, even doing that hurts, or like even yeah. just like really rotating. So nothing about at the all. motion of like your foot, just like. You're just like bending like that, like yeah. a little bit. Like a you're sock not wrong. Good. Like the feeling yeah. of a sock, putting a sock on a sunburnt foot. Yeah. Holy fuck! Walking around in shoes, flip flops, anything. You can't wear slides. Yeah, we got squishers out here saying socks. skin cancer top five biggest fears. I'm out there. I mean, shout out to Me- like Megan's dad. We were camping recently, and him and his his buddies, like same kind of age, they had just gone for treatments where like they had to get like skin cancers removed from, and they were telling me they're like, dude if you don't sunscreen like this is what will happen and i'm like fuck i don't want that do you ask them how often they sunscreen no i just assumed they never did because they were like they grew up in like the 60s or 70s their skin was made of leather yeah (laughs) Yeah. if you put sunscreen on you were fired from your job right on the spot yeah (laughs) but then again Um, it's like your dad's also a very tanned person hey dude he's so like at my age he was my skin color and what yeah like he used to be, he's not naturally tan. That's that's from being like thirty years as a roofer. Like it's it's yeah. insane. I should I should show a picture of him to the to the audience one day. But um, yeah, seriously. And he like, dude, the roofing crews they never sunscreen. Like, were you kidding me? No, no, they don't care. That you or they just like forget about like time, and they're just like, okay, let's just keep going, dude. And it's the weird the weird part about like this is the entire construction industry, I believe. How the fuck are they wearing sh- like jeans on a day like today, dude? I don't know. I walk by jeans and like sometimes a jacket or like a long sleeve. But that's also the concept of like the longer outer layers that you wear covering your skin will like protect you from the sun and the UV rays. Like sure, it's like it probably gets really fucking hot and you probably get used to like not sweating with that much clothes on. But it's like there's a lot there's some logic behind it, right? Oh, totally. Like sun protection, like you're actually not burning. It's the smart move. But I just I can't even fathom how sweaty I would be in that moment. It would be be the end of me. It'd be the end of me. (laughs) But you would adjust eventually, right? You think? No, no chance. <laughs> I <I've, laughs> like I used I used to play volleyball six days a week, and I was like same, and that was for two full years. Same sweatiness yeah. every day. It never changes. It's fucked. Um, yeah, that'd be weird. When so, Raffle, I'm going to put this on yeah. you. When do we talk sports? When do we talk hockey? I don't know how much hockey you want to talk about. Oh, there's a decent amount of hockey. Uh, a little bit, maybe like ten, twenty, something like that. Um, I want to talk about the draft lottery because it happened and I know there's people out there that hype it a lot more than I hype it. So I'm going to try and get hype on it. 
The Canucks are picking Bo Horvat again this year at the number nine slot. Um, but yeah, Raph, so the draft lottery happened. We got some magic yeah. balls being rolled out. Yeah. Um, Do you got the order in front of you? I, I don't, but I think I got off the top of my head. We got Buffalo Sabres finishing number one. Yeah. So there's another like... That's literally saying, sorry, there's an 18-year-old there who's literally going to get sacrificed, like Cain and Abel. Like, yeah, see ya. Like, I don't even know the story from the Bible, but like whatever dude took his son up to the, to the rock to, to kill him, that's like what the Buffalo Sabres GM is going to walk up and announce the name. He's like, sorry, you yeah. are my sacrifice. He's just going to then just like line him up, kick him into a volcano or something like that, and then yeah, the volcano being the Buffalo Sabres, but he'll be fine, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I hope so. They're going to be good one day, hopefully. So that'll be fun. Uh, Seattle, yeah. those fucking assholes are choosing too. Yeah. That sucks. Um, our newfound rivals too. We Whatever whatever podcasting we're doing one day, Raffle, we've got to find a way to get inside the heads of the Kraken fans because they're our rivals now. They're like the, the Long Island and the Ranges rivalry kind of thing. Do you think it's kind of an awkward rivalry though? Because like... It's called if we ever want to watch like baseball or like if we want to watch a Seahawks game, then we've got to drive down to Seattle. We've got to pretend to be friends with them for a little bit. Yeah, it's very awkward yeah. because yeah, like I do want to do that. Yeah. Also, you don't want to burn that bridge, you know. I kind of I want to burn the bridge and then slowly then I, rebuild I, it. And then I want to go down there and act like I forgot the bridge was burned, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to just play, play ignorant on that part a little bit or just like replace it, fix it. Yeah. Build it stronger. Um, so I, after after that order, I mean Anaheim's going three. Yep. I don't know I know I don't know the order four to nine. All I know is Canucks are choosing nine. Do you and... want me to tell you the order that you're missing? Sure. Let's hear it. You got Columbus at five, Detroit at six, San Jose at seven, and LA at eight. Man. So I mean feel bad for anyone going to Columbus. Yep. That's that's another tough one. Detroit. Um, dude, at this point. Anyone, anyone watching in the chat, even if, if you've never interacted with us and you just feel like interacting for once, just type this answer. Would you rather go to Columbus or Buffalo at this point? They are both dumpster fires. Like Columbus is its own weird, just enigma in that they've like they have talented players walking in and out the door all the time. It's a fucking revolving door of just a massive talent. And yeah. they just can't keep anyone. So what like what the fuck do you do? It's almost like like limbo for talent. Yeah. Whereas it's Buffalo, like, gonna... same kind of thing. They've they've had sorry, Columbus had the talent and the success, still can't keep people. Buffalo has the talent, can't succeed, but somehow keeps people. Yeah. So like I don't know what the like I don't know where the fuck I'd want to go if I was a kid. But any yeah. any thoughts? No, dude, either team's gonna be a giant fucking toss up. Like I'd like honestly, I'd rather go to like San Jose or Detroit as opposed to any of those teams, or even LA. Like that one pick can make such a there that one sorry that one like slot could just make such a huge difference in where you're actually going to be going. Mm-hmm. We have I like switches that in pick. the chat saying that Buffalo and Columbus are the Winnipeg of the USA. It's not wrong. Yep, that's uh, that's dead accurate. Is what that is. It's dead. Where accurate. do you where do you think Ottawa placed for their pick? Uh, well, they're above us, right? Ottawa, no, below us. Oh, are they eight? Or sorry, no, I, yeah, above us. I was looking at yeah. it back. <laughs> but, but not by far. They're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, they must have been 11th. No, they're 10th. They're right behind us. Aye, aye, yeah. Yeah. 11th went to Chicago. Oh, those, man. Everyone's just, everyone's not connected. <laughs> They're fucking losers today. Yeah, wear yeah, another yeah. one of these towels one day. Don't worry about it. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, like, what, this is the thing, man. 
I'm not some huge prospect genius. I don't want to be a huge prospect genius. All I know is that I'm a fucking Jimbo truther. Raffle also is definitely a Jimbo truther. He said it on our live show or on our in-person show the other day. Yeah. And we both have the fate of our lives. I would put it in between into Jimbo's hands to draft an amazing player. It's just the way it is. Do you have anybody that you'd like to see drafted? I don't even know. I know Luke Hughes is in the draft. I know Bern, <laughs> a guy named Bernier is in the draft. After that, I'm, f- dude, I'm fucking clueless. I have a be- I have a better chance of getting behind the wheel of an F1 car in this lifetime. Wow. And yeah. Hey man, yeah. don't who worry. Do we can't all be perfect. Uh, Luke Hughes would be a fun one. Yeah, that'd be double sick. up with a coin. That'd be cool. What? What if he sucks? Yeah, you, you think- can't go in with that kind of mentality, though. You know. Do you- well, no, you can't. But. Okay, let's say let's say they draft. Luke what if Quinn sucked? What if Pedersen sucked? Like you can't have that kind of mentality before oh, it totally. before they actually start I playing. Want, I want to see the chain effect though. So if Luke Hughes sucks, yeah. do you think Quinn Hughes would be like, oh shit, like you ruined all the hype? Like now, like no, maybe I look Michael like a jackass too. too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't like. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think he's gonna suck. I think he's gonna play well. Like if he's like, if he has the potential to be a first round draft pick, then I think he'll be. I think he's gonna be fine regardless. It's just going to be, I think it's just going to depend on how well he meshes with the team that he's incorporated into, right? Like if they fit his play or if he fits their play style, if, or if he just like stands out. Yeah, that's a good point. And I I think the interesting thing about the draft right now is that the Canucks have drafted so damn well in the past five years that at this point, whoever they draft, we're going to be like, oh boy, here he is. Like he's coming. He's going to be a huge piece of this puzzle in the next two to three years. And it's just because that's the way it's been. I mean, we've had we've had one to two impact players come from every single draft in the past four years. That's yeah. unheard of. Yeah, really. And so I'm excited to see that. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, what do we got going on in the league tonight? We got a game. I know the Montreal Canadiens kicked off their series with the uh, the Winnipeg Jots. Did we ever and... do a recap about the Toronto game or no? No, we didn't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, man. I know how fucking upsetting that was to watch. Man, that is. That is something else. Um, fuck. Yeah. You know when you just hear devastating news? I feel like I just heard it again for the first time. You're reliving it right now? Yeah, I'm reliving that pain and agony that those people yeah, felt. Are you up, especially being in like not the biggest sports guy, are yeah. you out here act like just, do you also hate Toronto for no reason? I mean, I kind of hate them because I took like a shot in the dark. It was like a 50-50 coin toss on if Toronto or Montreal would win. And I kind of sided with Toronto and they let me down. So kind of. Yeah, you feel like but you it's lost like anything. Bet. Yeah, exactly. It's like anything. If I pick the wrong team, I'm going to feel like an idiot. Yeah, and I, uh, man, I do feel bad for Toronto. I actually, I think I like the team. I yeah. like Austin Matthews. I like all the guys on there, all the veterans. Fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I kind of like the fans because I love how <laughs> passion. I love how fucking angry and passionate and confident and every just strong emotion that they feel from from Monday to Sunday. I love yeah. that about them. Eat, sleep, breathe hockey. What do you think? So, what do you think is going to happen to Toronto next season? I do. Well, what do I think is going to? Ha- I'll go with what I want to have happen. What right. I want to have happen? Bring back the exact. <laughs> this is the exact same thing I was said about the Canucks. Bring back the exact same fucking lineup because it's going to work. All right. One day. One of these ways it'll work. No, I actually think I think Toronto more or less than Vancouver. Bring back yeah. the exact same lineup, and I, I think it's. I, I hate to say it, the Tampa example, man. Like Tampa. The year before they won the cup, they got swept by the Columbus Blue garbage. Like, not even – it's uh, just a complete heads and tails kind of flip, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
And you can't predict it. It just happens randomly. Like there's like no like statistical factor that causes it. It's just it's one after one year all, after another, all, man. Yeah, all dumb fucking luck. Yeah, I think uh yeah, I, I, I what I think's gonna happen though, I think yeah. man, I think a big deal's coming, but I, I don't know who like what are you gonna do? You're not gonna move Matthews or Marner. That's an easy one. You're not gonna move Riley. You're Maybe you move, with management. I I I know because like they, coaching staff, they've, they've literally done everything they could. They found so much value in in low money signings this year, yeah, to help out the guys that are like the core of the team. Mm-hmm. And they have a great core of the team. Everyone admits that it's like trying to say that Connor McDavid and, and Drysaddle aren't good. It's like they're great, yeah, but it just didn't work out this time. They didn't play great, so I don't know what else to say. Like you, you. That's why I think you kind of take your licks on on the chin right now. And I mean. Tuck your tail between your legs and figure yeah. it out next year because it's I, I don't I think you do yourself a disservice by 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 trying to change like tinkering with all these little things, maybe make a big move. And then what? So your team comes out of the gate buzzing next year. They have a dominant regular season. Mm-hmm. It's still that there's still that fucking vibe around the team come playoff time, regardless yeah. of the changes you made. Yeah, so true. why like why not give the same guys who just went through this awful loss together, this awful collapse again, yeah. the chance to, and I mean like, uh-oh, time, but I you mean, wanna, if a guy like, you if a guy like Jumbo, thought? what, what do you mean? You cut that, you cut that, you cut out. I cut out? Yeah. Right At when you're point? about to get really passionate. No, the whole time? Yeah. For about 15 Fuck seconds. Off. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Damn. That's heartbreaking. Um, okay. So I don't even know where I left off. So I think what did I say last? Do you know? No, I, it's it's been too long. I'm already trying to like focus on other things right now, so I just <laughs> lost it. <laughs> okay. So I was gonna say bring back the whole team because let the entire roster as much as you can, barring retirements, yeah. barring people that don't want to sign back, whatever. Bring back yeah. as much of the team as possible and let them grow through this together. I mean, even if it's yeah. Nick Felino, Jason Spezza, Joe Thornton, Wayne Simmons, even if they come back, they all play their last year, a couple of them play their last year, whatever the fuck you want to say. Mm-hmm. Let them help, like, let them help these guys through it. Let them themselves grow through it. I, I think that you'll have the best chance by bringing back those same guys because I think, I think they're going to break through eventually. This is not a team that's never going to win a first round series, but I just yeah. think you give them the best chance by just letting, like, showing confidence in the, in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, definitely have something with that one. I agree not, with you. Not the best logic I've ever thrown out, but the passion's there. That's but it's also a good matters. experience for them too, because like they at the beginning of that series, they were definitely the dominant team. Yeah, you know, and then and, Montreal and just the persevered. Yeah, and then Montreal just persevered, pushed through it. They got some great goals, some lucky goals, and then next thing you know, they lose in Game Seven. You know, so yeah, yeah, it was tough. It was it yeah. was a tough look for them. I, I, yeah. Any any uh, anyone talking back to you on that one would just say that. You know they've had enough time to grow, like they've lost yeah. countless times in the first round. I think it's four times in the past five years or something like that. And yeah, it's I I, I do agree. There's a point where you can't let them learn anymore. You kind of they got to do something themselves. But yeah. at the at the same time, what do you who are you going to bring like, in? What what are you going to do better with the roster this year? Yeah, but like yeah, uh, like and going off of that topic too, it's like if they can't learn anymore, then it's like okay, like at what point do you stop trying to have them? like grow and develop and at what point do you just say okay fuck it we got to switch some things around we got to move some people you know what i mean we got to start fresh yeah hey mcdavid for matthews 
who's saying no? I probably mean, probably the Oilers. <laughs> probably yeah. the Oilers. I don't know. Maybe do a little Matthews and a second for Math or McDavid. I don't know. Work it out, guys. Let's do a little. Just, just get McDavid to Toronto. What's that? What's that line from Inglorious Bastards? We're, we're in a bit of a Mexican standoff right now. Is that what they called it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then he asks, he's like, "How is this a Mexican standoff?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the line. Yeah, that's what I feel like we're at with Edmonton and Toronto right now. They got a little bit of a Mexican standoff going on. They need to help each other out in this case, even though that scene did not end well for either party, really. But I mean, Brad Pitt walked away okay. So I mean, one team's I gonna think be he all lost right. A, I think he lost a couple friends though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots yeah. of people dead, but mm-hmm. yeah, lot, lots of people got got shot up. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so and currently, man, Montreal has come out of the gates firing. They're up four two in their their second round game, game one against Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, quite shocking, man. I mean, the, the Jets got it to three two at one point, but it looks like the Canadians are going to sneak away with a game one win here against the Jets. Nice. That's that's another shocking game, man. It's another shocking game. These guys do not stop shocking people. And I'm starting to feel a little bit of a story building here. Now, Raffle, the story at the beginning yeah. was just all about the fact. It was, the story so far has been the fact about the Leafs not making it. In the next few days, it's going to start to turn into the Canadians are making it if they continue yeah. this. If they win another game by chance, game two, go up 2-0, chance to go to the third round. Well, you uh, can't. Shit. There's still seven minutes left in the third period, and they're only up by two goals. So... I know I love jinxing people though, so I know. Let's, let's like, put a hex on them. Let's put a hex on them. Winnipeg scores one; it's still a fair game. Go yep, either way. That's true. That's very true. This is but yeah. But, I don't know. I like it's very possible for Montreal to make it the entire way. Like what's it called? Price is playing great. Yeah, throughout the entire Montreal or throughout the entire Toronto series. So I mean, if he can keep it up for the next for like this Winnipeg series and then whatever comes after that, like it's a good chance they have a good playoff push this year. Yeah. And I, I think this we should take this opportunity to shit on the Canucks fan base real quick. Not sorry, not shit on all the Canucks fan base. Let's shit on the lame Twitter part of Canucks fan base, the lame ones from that group. This is why you need to just get in the playoffs. This is literally why. Because even if you sneak in like Montreal did, you have the chance to play a team like Toronto that's mentally fragile. You have a yeah. chance to play a team like Tampa, who maybe you can just sweep out of nowhere and you're in the second round. Like mm-hmm. when you have talent like the Canucks do, I know people people kind of picked apart Jim Benning's statement when he he said in his press conference, I think two or three weeks ago, he said, or maybe it was a radio interview. He said something along the lines of, you know, next like the next year we're we're gonna we're gonna change this team and become a playoff team again. And people were mad because they were saying, like, isn't the goal to make the stand to win the Stanley Cup? And it's like, dude, as long as you make the playoffs, mm-hmm. it's fair game, dude. Everyone everyone starts at zero from there. So I just I don't yeah. understand that idea. I've I really don't comprehend the idea of building this like fucking huge mega star team yeah. that has all this pressure, i.e. Edmonton, i.e. Toronto. Yeah. Versus just, you know, build a solid team with solid players like Montreal, have a great goalie, just get in. Get yeah. in and make some fucking noise. Well, the thing too is that like playoff hockey, everybody gets excited for it. It's it's like it's a different kind of it's a different style of hockey, you know what I mean? Yeah. People play harder. They skate faster. It's just like refs don't call as much in situations. They let things go here and there. So, I mean, like a lot of random things can happen there that people just don't expect throughout the entire course of a playoff series. Yeah, I agree with that. So, it's, yeah. a, good, it's a good hockey take. I'm taking yeah. a bit of a sweat break right now. Is it that bad? It's fucked, dude. Do you have a it glass of water? Absolutely. 
Yeah, dude, this this was full of bubbly, a little blackberry <sighs> buble. You got to drink regular I got a question. water. Have you? Uh, does soda water make you dehydrated? We've talked about this. No, no only it depends on what kind. Yeah, depends no, how much sodium it has. Oh, in it. I, yeah, I remember this one now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't I was know. Gonna say something. I was gonna say fucking something. You're talking about the playoffs. Yeah. Can we start talking about getting dehydrated? Yeah, and then I talked about being sweaty. Yeah, being sweaty sucks. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, but uh-huh. we can't bitch, dude. Summer's here. Summer's here. I cannot bitch. I always actually, I think I want to say that for the for the lot for the next few shows that we do here, is I just want to I just want to take a moment to say, hey, summer's here, and maybe I'll say it all the way through August too, just to get everyone's you know like get everyone on the right mental track, you know? Okay. Hey, hockey fans. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. We host the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. We're lifelong hockey fans who talk about the game and the lifestyle. Our guests include professional hockey players. My rookie party had to wear Speedo, and then we had a checklist of stuff we had to do. Here we go, Gaber. What do you got to say? And it's kind of <laughs> like, you know better than that now, boys. I got dressed for the Bruins. I get a phone call. And he's like, dude, we need you over here by the elevator. You got to get downstairs. You got to get dressed right now. I started playing the like, dun, 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 and I turned it around and it had the Olympic rings and said, we did it. NHL team hockey reporters. I actually took the Stanley Cup to this ice bar where they've got now girls around them and I've got a fur coat on. <laughs> I wonder who, who he should have checked over here. <laughs> and then <laughs> I looked down at my favorite Hockey fans. The entire bar was lined with guys in Kings jerseys. We quickly realized, oh my gosh, this is the dad's trip. And we bring unique hockey stories to light. Coming back to England, 24 rips in the entire country. That's where the problem starts with the sport of ice hockey here. Canadian Blind Hockey Association, those few kids we interviewed, their whole week is built around Sunday at the rink. They're just hockey players. We don't agree on everything. Pineapple goes on pizza. <gasps> no, it does not. <laughs> I think it does. Well, we do agree that there are many people and places that build the House of Hockey. New episodes every Tuesday. Come on in to the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. All right, cool. Let's move Summer on, Rob. Here. Yo, Let's where do you want to go? I got a quick question. We already touched on the lake thing already. Yeah. But you and I both sat on the dock yesterday and we said to each other, sorry, douchey motorbike going by. All right. No, thanks, you're good. Guys. Still less interruptions um, than the bird that one time. Yep, true. Fuck yeah. that bird. Um, so we're sitting on the dock yesterday and we said more lake days are in order. Lake days are fucking yeah. awesome. I will ask you this. Grass or a dock? What do you prefer? Ooh. I, I can't like, take, pick the scapegoat answer and say both, right? No, well, no, you can't do that. And I'm basically I, asking, like, <sighs> would you would you rather do what we did yesterday where you kind of po- like... You literally post up on a dock. You bring the cooler out to the dock. You bring the speaker, everything out to the dock. And if you're actually yeah. like a Whistler local, you literally have your own like floating dock that you put a picnic table on and all your friends. Yeah. That was a badass move. I think now the grass goes into the lake, right? Uh, sorry, the grass. Let's go like, go like grass will, beach and then. I'll say lake. this. The grass leads to a dock like you can still jump off a dock into the water but yeah. it's where would you rather spend your lake time oh on a dock for sure really 100 i don't get what the weight was then you should have been choosing that one easily well no because i thought that like if i had the grass then i wouldn't have a dock in any kind of manner you know what i mean 
Okay, fair. Yeah. So fair, what fair. I thought was that it just kind of like it like the grass would just go into the lake and then there'd be mud and then be disgusting if you try like walking <laughs> out and you'd have to like swim out if you wanted yeah. to get into the lake, you know? No, I would never do that to you. That shit ruin that shit's nasty. It ruins lake day. I would never yeah, do that. Awful. I don't know if I've ever been to a lake that's just grass into mud. I don't know if that's uh fun. I'm trying to think. Like all the lakes around us are all sand into sand into, or a lot of them are sand into lake, like white pines like that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. But um I was even looking across the water over to like the grassy area and I was like, shit, yeah. I kind of like laying in the grass, you know? I'm Why? Like, what's your what's your know. reasoning? I just I don't know. I think it's a little bit more like comfy, a little bit more relaxing at times. Do you think it's do you think it's cooler? I no, I don't think it's cooler, but you can also play some lawn games. That's you can also play lawn games. You can move around a yeah. little bit more. It adds to the it adds to the time. We I think we spent like three and a half, four hours at the dock the other day. Yeah. Something like that. Dude, by the end, that's like that was enough dock time for me. I can only jump in the lake so many times and then sit on the wood after. Yeah. I I, I on average I need a bit more variety. It was it was great, but like on average you need a bit more variety. But we'd also like I don't know if you remember like what three or four years ago, we'd always go to cultists and we'd like hang out there by the water for even longer sometimes, like five hours, yeah. six hours at a time. Well, that for me, that was the one drawback with cultists is that it's like there re- there is grass, but it's far away and it's just like inconvenient. You kind of want to be on the dock. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, true. Or like cultists, you'd also mix it up. You'd maybe go to like the water park or something too. Exactly. Like there's shit to do at cultists, which is nice. Yeah. Um, okay, Raph, I want to yeah. talk about the, I want to talk about China. I want to talk, talk about China. I want to talk about Ch- I want to talk about China population and and children and and what else, dude? Dude, the I don't like getting political Earth. on the podcast. I know you don't. I should have written. I should have written. Did you see what I titled the episode? No, it was. I think it was a sweaty Sw- pig and a Polish stud talk. Like all, all things. Yeah, talk all things. Talk whatever we want to talk. Exactly. Uh, okay, wait. This was a new story that I wanted to talk about. So I saw this. It said China. Is changing the law where yeah. you can now have three kids. That no more the one oh. child policy. I actually think that they were on a two child. I was like, this was no, one I... of those things where I thought I knew everything about the story, like just yeah. from reading the headline. And then I clicked one story and started reading before we record, like before we went live. And I was like, oh shit, there's actually a lot more to this than I thought. Yeah. And there's something in here about like going from a two child policy to a, a three. So. I think it was just one to three, wasn't it? Maybe. I th- you know, let's go with that because that's what the headline kind of made it seem like. So okay. China is now going from a one-child policy where as a family, you were only allowed to have one child due to the rising population. And it's so fucking dense in there, right? Yeah. And so well, now... Yeah, okay, go No, no, you go, you go. So now they're at the point where like their their fertility ratings are have dropped so much to the point where on average women are having 1.3 kids per like per per woman i guess oh wow yeah and i guess that's like hell that's hella low i, I don't know why I, so i saw that stat and i was like wait a second it's over one how the fuck do you do that in a one child yeah, yeah. country but i guess like politicians be cheating they'd be having 10 maybe so, wow. or there are just people who just maybe have kids and hide kids that's true there's some places that live in like really really desolate places or not i should say desolate but just like in the countryside of China, where it's like they can maybe sneak in an extra kid, you know? That's true. I feel like they only really enforce this in like the main cities. Yeah. Where overpopulation can actually be a real problem. Totally. So, yeah. So their fertility ratings have dropped to 1.3 children per woman. Yeah. And 
that's at the point, I guess people die and people age so quickly that I, that actually does not keep up a population, which is crazy. So, and, and it kind of brought me to all this in, investigating around the world's population. And yeah. I got this article now where it says, the headline is the world's population is projected to nearly stop growing by the end of the century. That's the world. Wait, what's going on? What's supposed to happen? Sorry, one more time. So the world population, which at this yeah. point right now grows about just over 1% per year. About it's like about, 85 million or something like that. Uh, I looked at the stat. The world's population on average grows about 700 million. By, or every increases every by year? Or sorry, sorry, every 10 years. Mine's over every 10 years. Every 10 years. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got. I didn't do the math there, but I, I think maybe like mine's like 80,000 or 80 million per year. Sure. And it's like whatever 1%. Yeah. Um, and so they're estimating, this article estimates that the world's population will stop growing by the end of the century. Like it will start to be in decline. Oh, wow. Every every year, which would be nuts, dude. That'd be wild. And there's all sorts of factors in this. Like they break down the article into like, they go over global fertility rates where yeah, it's right. So right now in the world, on average, women have two and a half kids. And I, I just say women because like, obviously women are giving birth. I, don't, I like families. I don't know what the fuck to say about it, but yeah. Two and a half today, and they're expecting it to be 1.9 by by the end of the century. There's okay. other things where it talks about like certain continents, like Africa is the only world region projected to have strong population growth for the rest of the century, where everywhere else is projected to decline. Which what is do you think? Stupid. What do you think is a factor in that, though? I have no idea. I think it's like I have what the fuck is it, dude? I I even yeah. like I'm reading this, and it doesn't. It just kind of gives you more stats, and I'm trying to think about that myself. Yeah. What could it possibly be? I have no idea. Think, I'm trying to think. I, like, I think back. Well, I think there's there's well, definitely like a changing attitude towards having a family. Like yeah. it was looked at even 50 years ago, where that's like your whole purpose. Your whole purpose was to like you know get a job, like have a family yeah. and live. That's kind of like what it was. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, you meet people all the time, and they're like, "Yeah, we like we are planning to not have kids." Yeah. So that's or it's like you see people a lot with like just like single child families, right? Exactly. Yeah. I can you can you look up what the I guess like the average uh the average amount of children women would give birth to in like the fifties was. Okay. Because I see that'd be I think that'd be a really interesting comparison because and then we'd just be like you'd okay. see how many kids they're having then versus how many kids they're having now. And then yeah. you can kind of like project like what's gonna happen with our population over the next little bit. The the interesting thing though is that we have so many more people now on our planet than we did fifty years ago. Or even seventy years ago, let's say, because the fifties or seventy years ago, yeah, that it's like that's just that many more people that can give birth to like whatever it is, one point three children, two point two children, you know. Okay, I I, I want to take this time to debt. Like, we have to agree that at some point in the next few months, we have like a dedicated segment where we come with a bit more research. Because I'll admit, I sh after looking at the first few articles, I have not done enough research. But yeah, I do okay. have some numbers for you. So. Okay. There's this thing. I'm going to answer your question first. It looks like in 1950, I'm just looking at a picture graph, so I don't have the exact number. It looks okay. like it was at least five kids oh, per wow. woman. Five, oh, wow. Five, five That's point crazy. is where yeah. I was at in 1950 to 55. Yeah. As of 2015-2020, or 2015 to 2020, where we're at now, it's at two and a half. So it's, yeah. it's halved. And then, yeah, they... The interesting thing, so they say 2095 to 2100 is where they think it'll go to 1.9. Okay. The the last interesting part about this is that they have this thing called a replacement rate, 
which is the replacement rate is the number of births per woman required to maintain a population at a constant size. Okay. And the re replacement well, yeah. rate is 2.1. Well, yeah, because think, weird? well, think about it this way. So all those kids that were born back in the fifties, when the amount of babies that people were having back then was five, right? Yeah. So those people are now 70. So they're entering, they're approaching the end of their life. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. if we kind of want to now maintain that population, we have to have people giving birth to enough babies to, I guess, displace that, I think, is the right oh, word I want to use I, there? You know, you know what you I know mean? What I yeah, or like, yeah, like fill in behind yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing, yeah. right? Yeah. I think, I think the interesting thing is that, so, yeah, so maybe, maybe the fucking 50s to the 2000s was just so gung-ho on like, let's just keep fucking like gorillas and having yeah. baby after baby. Yeah. That like they they literally set the bar up here where it's like to maintain this crazy population that we're on track for or that we've been on track for, you'd have to maintain craziness, which mm -hmm. is obviously very hard to do. Yeah, especially right so now, maybe, people are starting to gravitate away from the norm. Yeah. Norm. And so I, I guess, yeah, I guess what that replacement rate means is that so even if even if our fertility rates were lower than that replacement rate for like 200 years, eventually they would start to equal out, right? Because the population would lower and then you'd need less yeah. people to replace it. So it would eventually yeah. even out, I guess, in that sense. Yeah, you're absolutely right. What do you think it's like to live in a one-child... Like, well, that would be fucking nuts, don't you think? Living in a one-child country? Yeah, a one-child policy country. Families would be a lot smaller. Like you're not not like your immediate family, but even like <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut the fuck up. Not like your not like your immediate family, but like think Raph, about I'm, like I'm clipping that answer, like that first. Shut up, part. fuck you. Uh, <laughs> the like your family would obviously be just one child only, but then think about like your aunt and your uncle. One yeah. kid, you'd only have one cousin. You maybe have two cousins. You know what I mean? It's all dependent on how big your families are, and then eventually you're going to get to this point where it's like you have way less aunts and uncles, you have way less cousins, like. Families in that sense, like family tree lineages, I guess, or family trees will just be smaller. Yeah. Let me ask Which you is, this. Which is, in my opinion, a weird concept. Yeah. All right. Actually, I won't ask you this yet because I'll add to this. I'll add to this question first. Okay. Um, it would kind of make this is this is a weird thing to say. I think if you were born into it and you kind of didn't really know, I know because you would you'd see the rest of the world. I was gonna say. It would make decisions easy because you'd basically say, do we want to have a kid or not? Yeah. Like it's very black and white. So you're having one or you're having zero, you yeah. know? And that, that makes like, I guess that makes planning for the rest of your life kind of easy. Like you could almost just make like a, a plan A and a plan B and say, okay, this is child. This is no child mm -hmm. where it's like, I guess that part's kind of easy. But I also think you'll be, you'd be looking around other countries and be like, what the fuck? Like I want to have three. That's yeah, so yeah, weird. yeah. I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah, follow up. Like you see, like like television or something like that, and then they have other siblings, so when I'm running around, you're like, "Well, why can't I have that?" You know, like what's you'd watch the, that? the Brady Bunch. You'd be like, "This is heresy." I don't yeah, like yeah, this. exactly. <laughs> I wonder if they do. You think they allowed any TV that had more than one child in the family? China's. There's no way they like could that. do that. No, no, right? I don't think so. No, even there, even they have limits, right? Yeah. So follow up question: Do you think yeah. if you had a country, let's say Canada was a country, let's say we just boom. One child policy, but you could adopt as many children as you want. Do you think like people, there'd be like a crazy increase in that? In child adoption? Yeah. No. I know the there's other factors, like the, the fucking process is so long and everything like that. I don't, but... think, I don't think there would be. You might see like a small increase, but I don't think it'll be, it'll be anything crazy or anything substantial. Really? I think it would yeah. be, I think it'd be insane. I think it would jump up 
a random number, 69,000%. No, no, I don't think so. Why not? I think because they want their like their actual physical like I like it what's called the, the the Chinese people they take a lot of pride in their I don't know this is gonna sound really bad but don't they take a lot of pride in like their family and their like heritage and like where they came oh, yeah. from you know what I mean like their bloodlines lineage yeah like not even yeah not not so much like the individual person but what that person means to the family exactly yeah like you yeah. can like if you and I were siblings and I could say like oh you're you're like my family's blood you know what I mean where it's like when you adopt somebody it's like that's kind of not the case still like you can as much as you can make them feel that way it's like they're still not genetically part of your family yeah so I think they take a lot of pride in stuff like that definitely that's why I think like an example like Canada would be a much better example because yeah. we have a very different you know like sta- very different uh like culture I guess where it's not yeah. looked at like that People are yeah. a lot more open. People are just kind of like, yeah, no, I get that. I think I think in Canada that that would work for sure. But yeah. in some place like China, I don't know. I don't think it would. Yeah, we we sit here and say like it would work as if like it's something that would happen. You know, it's like yeah, it's like it's like a plan that we need to un- unveil or something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Wait. I want to talk to you about this one thing that I remember watching a documentary on one time years ago, and it's kind of related to this topic, but it's related to the other aspect of it—not birth, but death. Okay. So obviously Japan is super tiny, right? Yeah. Japan's population for how large it is is about a third of the pop like maybe let's say like almost a third of the population of the United States. Or more than a third of the population of the United States. So it's for how crowded. Tiny it is. It's, it's very crowded, yeah. Um one thing that they've started doing to obviously like keep uh what's it called? keep people who have passed away still on the island and still near their families is they started developing these like futuristic cemeteries where it's like it's essentially like a very large room with like lots and lots and lots of buddhas like small tiny buddha statues on the walls they're all electric and you have like your family's like dna stored in these things like a lot of their information stuff like that stored in these buddha statues and whenever families can come and visit, you have like this card with like your relative's information. You scan it or whatever, their Buddha lights up, and then you walk over to that and you can like pray to them or like I don't know if you can leave them what? gifts because like the, sp- the space is really tiny. Yeah, it's actually the it's it's super interesting. It's like super high tech. So sorry, is do you know do you know if Japan's like a cremation country? Do they do that? Or is it like what kind of like do they have I, I'm trying to I'm trying to envision what this I'm picturing a Buddha like this size, like the size of my glass. No, no, no. I would say it's like about the size of like your hand, like relatively small, maybe like it's the size small. of your fist. Like it's a tiny guy. Yeah. Okay. But it's like these Weird. walls, these walls have about though the the photo that I'm seeing has a wall that's a 20 by 20 wall with Buddhas, and that's only one of the walls in this place. Fuck, dude. Yeah, and they're so, tiny. So it's like space-wise, it's a lot more efficient than this than a cemetery because it's like cemetery is just like the individual is just cremated and they're just there on the floor and you don't bury up below them or you don't stack anything on top of them, right? Blow them or yeah. on top of them. And then there's still like some room side by side from each of the spaces where they're cremated, where it's like these are like jam-packed on a wall, like right next to each other. It's crazy how uh, how space efficient these things are. Yeah. That's so crazy. Like that. Yeah. I have that some I have some strong feelings about graveyards too. Like I, what do you mean? I, in general, if I just say the insensitive comment without filtering anything, I don't like them. Like it's, okay. it's a very. I guess it's because of the day we live in, where you know you just overcrowded. Whatever you want to say, yeah, like houses going up everywhere. Yeah, the amount of land that graveyards take up, it's crazy. It's a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. 
And when we really take out culture, like when you really just look at it from an objective, logical standpoint, cremation is the only way of the future. Like you don't have room for caskets everywhere. Yeah. But it's also like, it's a cultural thing, you know, like a lot of people still believe that that's, yeah, that's that's Uh, how they want their family members to move on. Yeah. Dude, who's commenting in the Facebook chat as stick and ring podcast? I have no idea. Is this, is this Josh? No, Josh Josh is at work. Who is that then? Dan? Someone I don't know. Someone's been logged someone's logged on to our shit. We've been hacked. <laughs> We've been <laughs> We've been hacked. Sound the alarms. Change the, the alarms. password. That's yeah. fucked. Um does it blow your mind that one day we will probably build on top of graveyards or like past graveyards? This person's saying it's so I have no idea. Uh I it it does blow my mind, but like I mean, if that's your perspective on it, it's like there's so many things that are technically built on some sort of burial site, right? Yeah. Yeah. True. Regardless of like how far back it goes, like all of our houses and everything are probably on like some sort of battlefield where there are dead bodies at some point. Oh, good point. Okay. Not obviously speaking for everybody, but just like it's it's definitely yeah. happening. <clears throat> okay, let's wrap up. Let's answer this. How many kids are you gonna have? Two. <laughs> Two kids. <laughs> What but. if I put what if I put like you can either have let's say three, yeah, seven, or zero. Okay. Zero. Wow, it's that close yeah. you'd rather have zero than two? I don't think I don't know. I like I, maybe my opinion will change whenever like it actually starts happening, but I think right off the get-go, I would like to have two kids. I don't know how I would feel about three. Anything more than that is just fucking tough. And then zero, I don't know what's gay here's another we're just getting super parental in here like getting super fatherly why aren't you answering these questions uh i because i've i've changed my answers so much in my own head i okay. used to i me i used to literally say i want to have six and yeah. i was like let's just crank them out dude i'm down to be tlc make me a yeah. dugger i'm down yeah i think i lowered it down to four okay i did have this epiphany that one day i'd have four kids each one of them would have a dog whichever one raised the best dog would be my favorite kid I think that's a okay. great system. Yeah. Um, I'm probably at the point now where I'm at three. I want three. Okay. And actually, I I would love. I hope in our lifetime somehow the adoption process kind of gets a bit more like standardized in, in the sense like efficient. It's kind of yeah. fucked nowadays. Like we yeah. haven't. We I think we've said this either on the podcast or to each other. Isn't it crazy how easy it is to just have your own kid? Like there's there's no rules around it. You can just do it whenever you want. You yeah. just—it's harder to have to get a, to adopt a dog than it is to have a kid, yeah. Which is insane, insane yeah. in the membrane. One is a little bit more of a timely process than the other, but yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, literally anybody could do it. Yeah, and but timely Regardless process. Of the amount of life experience you have, you could have a kid, dude. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's so fucked. There's so many examples that just blow my mind in that sense. But yeah, I'd like to have. I would like to have three. And either adopt on top of that, or some w- one or two of the three be adopted. That'd be sick. That's not bad. And I, I wonder if Megan's listening to this because I don't even know if I've said that. But <laughs> she's gonna Meg? have a stern talking with you. She's gonna come up and be like, oh, "I thought we were doing six. What the fuck? Yeah, what happened here with these numbers? <laughs> you keep changing your mind on me. I got another fatherly question for you. Yeah, lay it on me. Boom! First month, you got a newborn baby. Yeah. What's the first activity you're doing, like just dad time with that thing, outside of the dad, house? Outside like, what of are you the going house? To do? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give some. I'll give some backstory. 
I was at the pool. I was at the swimming pool today. Yeah. This lady literally had like that thing looked like a fresh, fresh thing. It was. Yeah. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. fresh. Okay. Yeah. And I was I thought to myself, I'm like, would I take my baby to the pool? Not, not like nothing wrong with the lady doing it. All the power to you. I meant yeah. more like, am I am I ready for that? That's fair. Yeah, I would I would be I would take my kid for walks. I think a lot. A big walk guy. OK. Yeah, big walk guy. Nice. Like if I lived somewhere in Vancouver, it'd be sick. Go to like the seawall or something like that. Um, maybe when they get a little bit older and they're able to he- hold their head up on their own, then uh, throw them in one of those backpacks. Yes. <laughs> and they just go walking. Like, I think that'd be so fun. <laughs> those backpacks are alert. I think yeah. if if I am not one of those dads that is like, has the front backpack at a music festival with the fucking earmuffs on the kid in the yeah. stage pit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing life. I right. failed that's at life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. where I want to be. Yeah. Hey, good dad talk, dude. Hey, that was good. That was fun. Yeah. Hope, dude, there's probably, huh. it says only three viewers right now, but I bet you there's 300 and they're all women and they're all saying like, wow, dude, these guys are, these guys these are going to be great dads. A one quality. And we <laughs> are anyone listening to that we fucking are. Uh, anyways, I think that's it for us guys. Yeah. Uh, nice short episode. Like we said, we fired Josh, so we don't really need to ask him anything. We don't um, have a whole lot of filler content that he brings to the podcast, so not really. No, so they seem a lot shorter. I we got okay. We got to ask him these dad questions, though. I think he'd be he'd have hilarious answers, dude. Oh, 100 percent. Let's kids? do it in per- let's do it in person, and we'll make sure to set up two phones that day, and we'll just have one phone specifically on him. Okay, it'll be great. Done. Easy. Um. All right, guys, that's it for us today. Uh, like we said, DraftKings promo code THPN. That thank you for DraftKings for sponsoring the pod. Um. Other than that, guys, we've got we we got some big announcements coming. We're gonna be I, I would say we'll make a big announcement probably on either Tuesday the eighth or Sunday the thirteenth. Um so if you're listening, stay tuned for that. If you've haven't caught this, maybe you caught on the podcast form, you can check us out on all our social medias. We'll be making announcements there too. Um but yeah, man, I think Braff and I are super excited. I know Josh is too. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, other than that, adios, guys. Take it easy. Oh, harder, baby.